Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. I have an awesome guest with me today in Erin. Um, she will introduce herself in a hot minute, but Erin was a, was it Unfuck Your Diet initially? It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Erin signed up initially for the Unfuck Your Diet program. And we're obviously going to be talking about that and her experience and all of the fun things that happened from that. And then also the pain in the ass things as well, if there were pain in the ass things. <laughs> Cross that bridge, I guess. Erin, um, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are and how you fight crime. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Erin. Um, I live in the United States in New Jersey. Uh, I'm along the Jersey coastline. Um, I am 36, just turned 36 a couple months ago um but yeah i'm not a big crime fighter actually so <laughs> more of a lover <laughs> i don't have many superhero abilities just yet <laughs> yeah so we're we'll going <laughs> yeah all righty well we'll dive straight into it why why did you sign up well um i'll try to keep it brief <laughs> please <laughs> <But> don't <laughs> i was um really struggling with nutrition for a long time. I um, had always been someone like throughout my teens and twenties, I was like really fit and athletic and I did sports and, you know, um, ran mud races and did CrossFit and all that stuff. Um, I was always really in shape and athletic and on the move. And um, when I hit about 30, I started to, um, not be well like physically I started physically not feeling well and um, it took a couple years until I finally figured out what was going on with me and I was diagnosed with a neurological disease um, and uh, uh, called IIH and um, from that I also have uh, chronic migraine disease as well and um, during all of that all the testing and I had brain surgery in 2019 um, through all of that I really lost the ability to exercise. Um, I was on medications that didn't make my stomach feel good. Uh, So I was eating a lot of like processed carbs, like bread, pasta, just stuff to calm my stomach and just to kind of eat something. Um, And so through all that, the couple of years, I put on a lot of weight, um, over 50 pounds, probably 60, 70 um, from where I had started. And, you know, my IIH is now you know, in like a remissive state, I'm not on medication for it anymore. So Um, (laughs) I am on medications for chronic migraine and managing it well. And I felt like it was the time and I had tried working with other trainers before. Um, They focused a lot on exercise and something that I still struggle with still, Um, you know, some days are good, some days aren't good, some weeks are good, some weeks aren't good. Um, anyone with chronic migraine could tell you that it really waxes and wanes. Um, but my focus really needed to be like nutrition. I felt like that was the one thing I could control. Like I can't always control when I exercise, 
but I can control the meals I'm making and what I'm eating. Um, so I just wanted to get a better handle on that. And, you know, doing the program with you kind of also made me realize I had some other food issues that I had to work out too, which I worked out through the program, but, um, but yeah, that's basically why I signed up. <laughs> awesome. Did you, did you get the results you were after? Like what, what results did you see, didn't see through the program? How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, really positively. Um, you know, I was looking to obviously like lose weight. Um, and I wanted to fix my relationship with food. And I feel like I really was able to do that. Um, I saw how a lot of my behavior kind of led to uh, a lot of like binge eating uh, behaviors, um, you know, just really, really overdoing it. And then that whole mental part of when you do overdo it, like, oh, I just like really screwed up. I'm a failure. I'm, I'm terrible at this. Um, and just, I was able to like really gain an understanding of like what my nutritional needs really are, because I had worked with other coaches before, done other programs before to try to lose weight. And um, the one uh, coach I was with before you, um, he had me on like, I think calories for like a male bodybuilder. It was like so much food. And I felt like other programs too, it was just so much food. Like I couldn't I would say to him, like, I can't possibly eat this much protein. I can't possibly eat this many calories. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess we could drop it maybe a little, you know, it's always this resistance of like, well, you're just not doing it right. And so it's like, okay, I have to like stuff this food in my gullet and just like make it work. And I always wound up just gaining weight because I was eating so much food. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I kind of learned to be able to trust myself and like, um, my intuition, like when enough is enough and, and that's okay. Like if my body's like done eating, we're done eating. We don't have to force it. Um, and just finding that like good balance with myself. Um, and through the process, I finally did start to lose weight, um, with you. I think it was close to, I think it was eight or nine pounds while we were working together. And then since then I've lost another four, um, and still going. So, and I've learned a ton about my body and I just so learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Did you feel that the, um, like you said before, the, the other coaches were just sort of like, here's your massive targets with food and well, just do it. Did you ever mm -hmm. feel like that with, with me or like throughout time with coaching? I, the difference with you was that I felt like you met me where I was at. Because, um, you know, in the beginning, it it wasn't too much food, but I wasn't really seeing, like, any movement on the scale. Like, I was kind of creeping up instead of, like, down or even just staying the same. And we had a conversation about it. And, you know, I had, you know, I had a basic idea of, like, how the macros and stuff worked. And I, I kind of had the assumption that, like, maybe you had calculated them, assuming I was working out a certain amount. And like, like I said, I can't always guarantee that I'm going to be able to like do the exercise piece. So like, I, I just don't want to count that. And so we were able to like, you know, rework the numbers. So where it fit me, um, instead of just like a 35 year old woman, you know, like <laughs> it's very general, it, it fit me. And then we, you know, gave me a higher day so I could still like 
you know, have date night with my husband and not have to worry about it. And we worked it into the plan. And it just, that was like the magic sauce that just <laughs> made it happen. Um, Cause you were the first one that was like, okay, fine. If we, if you can't work out all the, you know, every day or a certain amount of time, or maybe there's weeks that you can't, it's okay. And that was like the first time that I've heard someone say it's okay. Instead of just well, push through. You're fine. You can do it. You be strong. You know, you're like a warrior woman. You can do it. Yep. <laughs> Can't always do it. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely, you just kind of met me where I was at and not where you thought I should be. So, and that I appreciated a lot. That's good to hear. That's what I was going for. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I remember the, um, the first, not the first call, but like one of the first calls we had where the calories, we had to adjust them for workouts and all of those things. I do remember it was more of a like, okay, well, what, what would you like to do? And it was like, well, if we can decrease, it's like, cool, this, this will roughly be what it'll look like. And yeah. then we'll do this. And then I think I'm trying to remember now and my memory is not great. Was it the was it the decrease of calories initially and then say hit these and then it was like a week or two later or somewhere down the track it was okay let's introduce high days or did we just go straight to high lows i think we just did high lows like i think we just hit it like we'd like decrease and then we decreased and then high low at the same time just hit it all at once yeah awesome sweet so the yeah i mean i'll i'll pull back from the conversation just a little bit of people that are listening so the good thing about that is i feel like i'm fucking mansplaining at you right now to be like we've already done this but like okay Aaron, <laughs> this is why we do that though <laughs> <laughs> for the people listening that maybe don't understand high low days or why we did that or what they even are low days are essentially like hey this is your calorie deficit so things that people typically stick to across the week for example if you burn 2000 calories your deficit will be 1500 a high day is literally anything that could be higher than 1500. They're typically known as refeed days or refuel days or rest days or maintenance days or things like that. They're high days as well. I've started moving away from the language of like low days and high days because then it makes it feel like low days, like, oh, that's what I should be doing, but high days here if I feel like shit. So I've started moving into just like plan A, plan B and that sort of stuff. But the refeed days, or the refuel days, um, this new language is new to me. So <laughs> <laughs> the refuel days are there to make sure that you don't feel like shit long-term. So we can't stick to a deficit forever, but then also like with yourself, Erin, if we felt like we just couldn't get that food in, or if we had a date night, or if there were heaps of cravings, or if there's like just in general emotional responses, or if there's anything even relating to like the migraines or even just menstrual cycle, if there's a reason like a very good reason for you, not even a very good reason, just a fucking good reason for you to be able to want to eat more or need to eat more calories, then we know that we've got that in our back pocket to be able to say, hey, this is actually a part of your plan to be able to increase your calories and do that. And people would have seen this on TikTok a fair bit where I'm like, hey, increase your calories around your menstrual cycle. If you, don't, if you mm -hmm. feel like shit, increase your calories because it's going to be a lot better hitting your maintenance calories if you do have the ability to still stick to it than trying to force it and then when you come out of that you don't have any energy you've got nothing left and then that just makes it feel worse and then we just compound into nothingness so those high days or refeed days 
they're awesome and I'm a big fan of them. And they also help adherence. Like I use them for myself as well. I'm like, right, I'm going to stick to all this stuff on Saturday. I'm having a fucking pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. I'm doing that. It was so helpful because my husband and I, we have like these weekly date nights, like Friday or Saturday, where we'll have like a special dinner. Like maybe we order out or just make something um, like something that we normally don't have, like, you know, like homemade nachos or something, you know, just kind of like and maybe have a drink or something. And it felt like I could do that and not feel guilty about it not feel bad about it like it's just worked into my plan it's worked into my week and it's great and then I can move on you know and just keep going awesome yeah, yeah getting rid of that guilt is a fucking massive thing that's yeah. that's what drives a lot of people for falling off or not sticking to the program or whatever it's like they just guilt themselves into being like well I should be able to do this stuff because the coach has said that like this is the plan that leads to weight loss and then obviously you get off that a little bit and then we could spiral into like the all or nothing or perfectionism or all of that fun stuff. But ultimately it's just like, I should have been able to do that and I didn't. So I feel like shit. So I'm going to keep it going. So it does also help out with the guilt. And I'm glad that worked out for you, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I definitely felt all of the above the perfectionism, the guilt, <laughs> every other thing I've done. I, I yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm going to go the opposite direction because we're feeling really good. I'm going to throw you through a roller coaster. <laughs> we're feeling good. So let's go down. Um, yeah. The Was there anything about the program or coaching or our time together that you didn't like or that you would like to see improvement in or anything that didn't live up to expectations? Um, I don't think anything with the coaching or anything. Um, I think, and, and I think it's been better recently since you started doing the um like the group program and stuff but sometimes the um the discord chat just got a little got a little what? stale yeah it was a little quiet you know oh, yeah. um yeah so it, and it's been nice like having some more people i think having some new people added to it and you know getting more people involved has been good. Um, but I think building that sense of community and togetherness kind of is a, you know, good, good step forward. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> you did this and I was like, how do I explain that to people that are listening? Trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> step forward. Yeah. yeah. We are trying to build the engagement on the discord. It's, it's something I'll be completely honest. I forget about it sometimes. I know it's there every single day. But then yeah. the engagement of it, my brain goes to, oh, sweet, there's nothing happening in there, so I don't have to action <laughs> anything. So then I go, oh, cool, yeah. everyone must be just doing okay. Yeah. But then I completely forget that it's a community, that it's a thing where it's like, I should be engaging and doing all of these things. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, what things should I do? And then how do I get more people engaged? And then it it takes me away from everything and I get <laughs> fixated on it. Like, I don't know if you've, seen it you probably have but on there there's something called like the thunderdome uh -huh. and i had in my head like every week we would have like there would be a point system and you could actually i could reward people like this many coins or i called them wishes that was the currency <laughs> of the discord so you could have x amount of wishes and then when you had a certain amount you could cash them in for like a hoodie or a towel or something or a coaching call or whatever it was that you could just cash those wishes in. And the way that you got them was through, 
engaging into the discord and doing all these things and that thunderdome was meant to be like the weekly place that people would just come and sign up and there are games on discord like mini golf and like turn-based soccer where you could just like go into discord click a button and then it would open the voice chat and you could have like cameras like this like a big zoom call but on discord and you could just have cameras and people we could all just get together and talk shit while uh i think up to eight people could play like a turn-based soccer thing at any one point or mini golf and stuff like that and the winners of that and then the engaging like you'd get x amount of wishes for showing up and then if you won you got those wishes as well and that was something that i had in my head that like i should do this and then i was like i got so in my head about doing it now i know it's just <laughs> fucking adhd and i'm fine with that but <laughs> hyper fixated on creating it i spent like 10 hours straight setting up the back end of discord and the wishes and the the logo and like the channel and all of that stuff to make it work and then i was like this is actually going to cost me a lot of money and that was the first thought that then spiraled me in the opposite direction of like oh then i'm going to have to worry about shipping then i'm going to have to make sure i've got the merchandise and i've got this and then i'm going to have to do this ultimately it could have all been fixed by me just going you know what just fucking do it <laughs> you just schedule a call in so that people can make it and then my thought process went to like for yourself, for example, being in America, I was like, if I do this at like seven at night, for example, or like six at night or whatever it is, Americans are going to have that at like 9.30 in the morning to be like, I'd love to be there for the community call, but I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> like, give, me a minute, give me a minute, boss. I'm playing bobblehead soccer with my coach. <laughs> so then I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to have one in the morning as well. It's a whole thing. And then I just got overwhelmed yeah. with it and got lost. And then it just imploded. I do want to bring it back, but I suppose if there's anyone listening on the podcast and you want me to bring that back and you would be interested in it and you're in the Discord community, let me know. Aaron's got a hand up. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. I'm in. <laughs> and like, I'm in a group, I'm in a social group of people that live all over the world. And we have like European time for like movie night. And then we have US time for movie night. And there's like a designated person in each time zone that runs it. So that's always an option too. Might do that. I was going to say I'll get Laura to do it, but she's not great with technology. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'll chuck that up. I'll actually put that in Discord and see who's interested in that because I do want to get the engagement. The community is a massive thing for me. But yeah, it's always just been weird. I'm in another Discord. Sorry, we're getting derailed by a little bit, but I'm in a different Discord for... <laughs> a coach who I follow <clears throat> and he's local to me but the community there I actually went to one of his like mentor seminars and I was like how the fuck did you get all of this engagement and how do you get engagement how do you build the discord because I was like hey you should use discord because it's amazing and this and that he started it so many members in it always engaging all the photos all the memes and gifts and all that stuff and I'm like how, how? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like I don't know people just jump in and then I looked at the discord and it's because most of them know him, know each other in person from the gym. And then from there, it's people calling out other people like from mentorships and programs and everything. There's just one particular thing that they just shit pile on. And because they've got such a massive 
massive member base like in that local community <clears throat> it works better because it's the local community and then the discord community that's from the local community that also has the online people and i was like <laughs> oh i've just got online like i need to figure out how i get the online people together so i would be more than happy to hear your thoughts on improvement for engagement in the discord community we can we can make you a uh, <laughs> make you an engagement ambassador. <laughs> I was trying to think of a fancy word for it. Nice fancy title. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like most jobs, it's just a title change. There's no salary. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's just more responsibility in a title. You don't get anything for it other than like good vibes and pride. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe it'll work on LinkedIn to be like, yeah, I'm a moderator. <laughs> we'll figure that out though. Um, <laughs> but that's good. That's actually sparked a lot of ideas for me. So, um, cool. All righty, switching gears again. So now we've stopped at the red light, and now it's hit green, and we're going to see how fast we can do this quarter mile. Okay. Three systems for you. Is <laughs> what was your favorite part about the program? Was there a favorite part? Um, I think just the coaching calls. Like I think you know, it's one thing to you know, have the information, like fill out the sheet and whatever, or like send an email every week, but to have to get like face to face with you every week and like really talk about it. Um, Cause sometimes you, like I would send the email and then like you would ask me like a question about something that like I didn't even talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it got me like talking about, you know, some other things that, um, maybe I didn't realize or wasn't thinking about when I wrote the email. And, you know, sometimes you, you think of things that, you know, some people are, are better at spoken word. Some people are better at written word and just kind of even just melding the two together sometimes really helps or having you just ask questions about things that like I've never thought of before um, or like just really hadn't pondered on, um, you know, really, I think it kind of helped me see like the bigger picture and the fuller picture and kind of figure some things out, you know, about myself and my relationship with food and, um, you know, just all of that. So I think having that like face to face with you was really nice. Was there any, was there any like particular realization or breakthrough or thing? Did you say having the calls was really good to ask questions on things that you hadn't thought about before? Was there something that stood out from, the questions and the calls that you hadn't thought about before was there a highlight um <laughs> i feel like there was so much <laughs> <laughs> just do um, the generic answer of like just all of it all of it yeah, was amazing. <laughs> it's great it's fine <laughs> um you know i i remember a call where i in the think in the beginning um you know with like the daily weigh-ins and i was like i don't think this is good for me to do it and you were like, just trust the process and kind of explained why. And it started to click with me after a couple of weeks that it was really about learning the ins and outs of my body and how certain foods affect that weight gain. You know, like maybe I ate something really salty the night before and then the scale is like really up. And I could say, I started to like, oh wait, it's probably water retention because I had maybe like Chinese food last night and it's really salty, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and 
learning like how my body responds with my hormones and stuff during my menstrual cycle. Like, you know, just kind of like, I learned a lot about like my hormones and stuff. <laughs> working with me. Which I was like, this is just, it's strange. Like to, you know, just this male personal trainer is like learning, teaching me all about like my menstrual cycle, but, you know, <laughs> but, um, but just like having that knowledge and like why, why like we gain weight at certain times and, you know, and so now like it happened, it's happened a couple of times where I'm, I like step on the scale and I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? And then I'm like, Oh wait. And then I check my Apple <laughs> app and then I'm like, Oh, I, I'm ovulating probably. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> why it went up. And then else I'll, I'll expect to see it down in a couple of days. And so like just having that routine, it really started to click with me where in the past it was like, it would just be the thing that de just deterred me. And I was like, screw this. I'm done. What's the point? Nothing's working. You know, um, I think that was like a huge, a huge breakthrough for me, to be honest, to, to like learn the waxing and waning of just natural weight like how your body is and biology and hormones and all that <laughs> yeah the fluctuations on the scale are a pain in the ass like, yeah it's it's a lot better i don't mean to rub this in your face but it's a lot better for me that i'm a man and i don't have yeah. a menstrual cycle so i see how it is so, like my my quote-unquote cycle is 24 hours like my hormones reset every supposedly supposedly every 24 hours and mm -hmm. It's very simple to say, okay, well, it's 7 a.m. today. It's going to be very similar to 7 a.m. tomorrow and the next day and the day after and the day after that. There's so much more to take into account for the female physiology. And it's, it's fucking wild. And I don't know why that, I think it was because I hated not knowing something like early days. And when my <laughs> clients would do everything perfectly and they would gain weight, I'd be like, what the fuck? And I think I Googled once, like, can the menstrual cycle make you gain weight? And everything I looked at was just like, yes, 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 yes. And then there was one random thing that said no. So I was like, that's the one out of nine that said no. So I'm going to look at that. And then I read yeah. that one first. And then I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then I read the <laughs> other nine. And then I was like, they're all saying the same thing. This thing is saying different. So, And I went down the rabbit hole. And then I was just like, hmm, I have a lot of information that I'm not going to use. <laughs> so and then just gave that all to my clients. And I was like, oh, I'm getting this now. <laughs> I'm not amazing at it. Like I'll never say that I'm amazing at it, but I feel like I know enough to get people to at least hopefully my level of understanding like what is going on with your body. But the scale fluctuations, even if I'm doing everything perfectly and I don't have that menstrual cycle to worry about, I still see fluctuations. So yeah, it was when we started, were you were we just doing Monday weigh-ins or did we do daily from the get-go? It was daily from the get-go and I wanted to pull back and you're like, no, just trust me. I know what I'm doing. And I was like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I guess I'll keep doing it. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Just keep going. All right. <laughs> yeah. The um cool. So again, I'll pull out of that. I'm going to try and not explain to you, but to the microphone. The, the reason I like people doing the 
daily way is, is to A, desensitize them from the scales and know that there are going to be heaps of fluctuations. For example, um, you're in front of me, Aaron, so I'll just say you, for example, um, if you were to weigh in on week one, day one on that Monday, and it was, I'm just going to throw random numbers out there for arbitrary sake, it was like 90 pounds and or 90 kilos. If it's pounds or kilos, it doesn't matter. Let's just say the same thing for this one. 90 pounds. And then I'm going to say 90 kilos because that's just the better measuring system. So <laughs> 90, 90 pounds is a little too light for some for an adult. <laughs> so yeah. So 90 kilos. Let's do that. Jump on the scales. And then on that day one, week one, it's 90 kilos. And if you only weigh in on the Mondays, you're going an entire week and then you jump in on week two, day one there, which would be that next Monday. It could be 90 kilos again. But Tuesday through Sunday of that week one, you could have gone 89.9, 89.8, 0.7, 0.6, 0 0.5, 0 0.4 to wherever. And then on that Monday, it's 90 kilos. And even though you did everything right, you're like, oh my God, I'm not losing weight. What the fuck? I have to over-restrict or do more or change something. Whereas if we've got that every single day, like, yes, it is coming down, but it also lets you know, like, hey, this is a massive fluctuation. So it's either an outlier or there's something else going on that is causing that outlier. So what is it? Or on the Sunday, did you just consume 12,000 calories? And it's like, you know what? Yeah, that's probably a bit much. So <laughs> it desensitizes everything and it gets you more used to seeing a number on the scale. As stupid as it sounds, it gets people to get away from the scales because when it starts fluctuating, it's almost like, oh my God, I can't be fucked dealing with all of these fluctuations. I'm doing everything right. I know that I'm losing weight. Fuck it. I'm just not going to let it change anything that I do because I'm feeling really good. And then all of a sudden it's exactly what I was fishing for of like, oh, feeling good despite the number on the scales, are we? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, that's what we're after. And that's why I do it. And obviously if it's, if it's an absolute no, like I'm not jumping on the scales, it's a way too big of a task for us to do, then it's like, sweet, let's just not worry about that. We can dial it back. But that's why I like doing it. And obviously you experienced that and I'm assuming it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's something that, you know, my husband started to do himself as well to, you know, kind of learn the ins and outs and, um, you know, what's unique to his body and start to learn like, you know, how certain foods affect him too. And um, so it really rubbed off, <laughs> rubbed off on both of us. <laughs> That's good. So your yeah. partner saw the effects of you doing the program as well. Absolutely. And actually, I mean, he wound up just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, living with me and through osmosis or whatever, he wound <laughs> up losing like 15 pounds himself, um, started exercising more, was eating better because I was eating better. He could focus on himself um, and all that and started learning, you know, how, how to do some things better for himself. And yeah, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. The, um, was that, because I know that if you don't mind talking about this, if not, we just say pass and we can move on. But I do know that from previous clients and even some people that have not signed up because they haven't had that support system before, did you find that the, like, was he on board with it all? Was he supportive with it all? Because I know that there's some people where it's like, I want to do this, but my partner thinks that he doesn't need to lose weight. And if I start working on myself, he takes that as like a personal attack to be like, 
well, I'm not losing weight because I don't need to lose weight and you do you, but I'm not changing the way that I do my shit. Did you, yeah. how did you feel that uh, sort of play so, out? Yeah, I mean, overall, he was supportive. His major issue, like in prior times, was that he um, had a hard time saying no to me. And so it was like, oh, if I was really like down in the dumps or something and like, you know, I would, you know, turn to food to try to like comfort myself. And, and I would say, Oh, I, I just want chocolate. Oh, I just want ice cream. And so he would be like, all right, well, let's do that. Cause he, he was like, it's going to make her feel better, even though in the long run, it's not going to make her feel better, but like right now it'll make her feel better. And so he was, <laughs> he was, you know, really enabling like the bad behavior. Um, you know, he just didn't want to see me hurt. Uh, and, and that was the thing. So, I mean, he was always supportive though. Like when I was trying to, you know, kind of, you know, make things happen for myself and like set goals and whatnot. Um, you know, and with the program, you know, I had worked, tried to work with a couple other trainers before I've done other programs before, and it can really feel like such a freaking money pit. Like I'm just throwing all this money at stuff and it's not working. I'm not sticking with it. And it's a big investment, like to do the program, it's a big investment. And it was definitely a discussion we had about, you know, is it worth it? It's a lot, you know, how are we going to make it work? Um, and we talked about it and he was supportive and he was just like, if it's not going to work, he's like, it, you know, he's like, I just want to make sure it's going to work, you know, for, for the, you know, not like you're going to get the best results ever, but like, you know, it's going to be engaging and that you're, you're going to give me the product that you're selling. Mm. Because I think in the past I had felt like I'm buying this product and not getting what I think I should be getting out of it for the money I'm spending. Yep. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think totally worth it, <laughs> <laughs> like totally worth it. I, I got what I expected out of it. And I think a whole lot more, um and he saw that too and I think as he saw that and kind of like trusted you to you know have my back and like guide me in the right way it, it made it all the difference like he was that much more supportive in the process that's really good to hear because there um I'm glad that I'm glad that it was worth the investment and and yeah. then some so that's <laughs> awesome was there something particular like he said you obviously had a discussion with him and is it going to work and all of this stuff. Was there something that sort of stuck out that got you across the line to say like, yeah, let's do this. Or because I know that you said that there were hesitations from previous coaches that we'd worked with, like paid for this thing. And then you didn't get that or what you expected yeah. from it. Was there something that sort of crossed that off your mind to be like, no, let's do this. Um, I think the initial call with you and like having you explain, um, explain the program and, and what, what it entailed and whatnot, and that I was able to express to you that like, this has been my prior experience. Um, and just to see your reaction, um, you know, about some of those prior experiences I had had and, um, that you were just a little bit like flabbergasted that that, you know, a trainer might, you know, have you pay for this service and then not deliver or treat a client in a certain way. Mm -hmm. 
you know, made me feel comfortable. And I just felt, you know, it was a genuine conversation we had. Like, you know, I've had calls with other coaches where they're like in the middle of a coffee shop and there's like all kinds of people back here and there's noise (laughs) and distraction. And like, they're like this way and that, you know, and like, you know, you were connected with me. And I think that made the difference. Um, you know, I, and I think also that you had like, um, like a money back guarantee type situation, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like if I, you're not happy, (laughs) you know, if it's not working, you know, whatever, but there was an out and I didn't feel like, well, I'm out all of this money, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that I'm not going to get anything back or whatever. (laughs) That, that was like a good, um, a good, uh, you know, uh, a piece of insurance, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's good. The I do remember our first call, and I'll just say previous trainers, the the way that you were talking about the previous trainers that you'd worked with and how that process or how the program or service was delivered to you, that was, God, how the fuck do I choose my language here? How... <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, as you said, I was flabbergasted. I was sort of shocked to be like, oh, that's that's what was going on. And yeah. it, it took me by surprise because it was just like, well, as you said, like, why would someone pay all that money for this? And I was like, I've, in my head, the quick comparison was I've had programs that have been much less than this and I've delivered a lot more than what that was. And I was like, there, yeah. there's a big discrepancy there. And from the get-go, it was... This, this theme seems to be coming up a lot for me lately, but it's just the care factor, I think, and just like the, yeah. the passion that I have for coaching and helping people is that I don't, <clears throat> I don't want people to feel how they've felt before, and particularly if they've been, quote unquote, like slighted in the past of paying for something and not getting what you want. And at the end of the day, I am a business and I'm here to make money, but if I put money first, then that means that I'm prioritizing money over people and people are what bring the money in. So if I put the people first, then, you know, if I do have to, I spoke to uh, Alex on the podcast, I gave her two months of free coaching on top of something because I was like, I haven't delivered this result yet. And I don't know fucking how, but I'm going to figure it out and we're going to do it together. So we worked for an extra two months for free because I was like, I'm super curious about this and I have to know and I have to help you or else I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) And we eventually did and we sorted it all out and it was all there. And when we were on the call together, it was something that I was like, I have to help and I have to do everything that I can to be able to give, not give back to you as if it's a fucking charity case, but give back (laughs) to you in the sense of this is what you've done in the past and it hasn't worked. And I want to make sure that this is, not the last thing that you ever do. Cause if I do that, then billion dollar business, but yeah. <laughs> something that is actually going to push you in the right direction and be something that you can say, Oh shit, that actually worked. And hopefully push you in the right direction to find, if you do work with someone in the future to find that particular person that you're looking for, that's going to help you. Or if you don't work with someone, then at least the program has been that thing that is just that anchor point or that key piece that you can just keep referring back to and yeah 
that was what I really wanted to get across. And I think I got a little bit heated in the call that we had initially because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I've got you. I'm going to add this on. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. If you hate it at any point. Just let me know. I'll give you all your fucking money back. And I got a bit heated. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know what? As cheesy as it sounds, it's like if you just like if if someone just has a conversation with you, like I mean, I I work as a recruiter, so I interview people all day. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell when someone is really passionate about what they do. And I think just having a conversation with you, like I could tell that you really genuinely cared about what you do, you were passionate about what you do, like you had your heart in it. You weren't just like trying to like push a product on me. Like you were really invested. And I, I could tell that from the first conversation. And I think that that really like trying to tell my husband that like, no, I trust him. Like, you know, <laughs> this, this man has been, I trust him really. Um, but that was part of it, you know, just that kind of like gut feeling that like, no, I think he's genuine, you know? It is very hard when people say like the thing that the thing that gets me is when people want to sign up and they go, I'll have to speak to my partner about it. The first thing that goes through my head is like, fuck, <laughs> because <laughs> how do you convince someone that is your life partner to go, Hey, saw this fuckwit on TikTok. Yeah. I want to give him a lot of money. <laughs> I think you can help me. You're like, Hang on, crazy. say that whole thing again for me. <laughs> And then it it's sounds like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get that across, but I mean, you know, that's why I do like to say to people, like, if they have questions, I want to jump on a call with them to just be like, Hey, this, this is me. I'm not just, you know, posting D and D memes and stuff on TikTok <laughs> for fun. I am, but it's now a separate account. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's, um, it's always super important to go through why you want to do something as well. And yeah. I feel like, like, I obviously don't know what that conversation was between you and your partner, but based on the conversations that we've had and the way that we've spoken about your relationship is it sounds like it wasn't open, honest conversation. Like, this is why I want to do it. And these are the potential things that could happen, but this is also the way that we could fix that. And it, it seemed like it was a genuine heart to heart, like actual two people coming together to see how can we get the most out of this instead of that's a lot of money. Don't do it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I have a hard time. I, I would, I had a hard time feeling like I was worth it to like spend the money on to do it. Um, and I, all the other failures, I was like, I'm just going to like, I might as well literally flush it down the toilet, <laughs> you know, um, but getting his feedback and, you know, meeting with you and just that I felt so strongly about it. I was like, no, this is going to make the difference. Awesome. I'm glad that it did. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing, I don't know what it is. I think it's my unrelenting standards. It could be something that I've left at therapy, who knows, but I think it's just the, it is a little bit of people pleasing. Like I'm not going to do that like at the sake of my own sanity, but particularly when it is something that like my ego is so closely tied to, which is my business and my ability to coach because, and this is something that I ran through in therapy, like not to take it a completely different direction, but something that I ran through in therapy is that I identify as my business. And if you took my business or my ability to coach away from me, it would be like, I don't know who I am 
or what I offer to the world or anything like that. And that was a whole thing in itself. And goddamn therapist, he broke my head in just like a little sentence on a whiteboard. It was like, you equals business. And then he was like, this flows. And he's like, it, it just flows. So it goes one way and it goes the other way. But when business is not doing good, you feel like you're not doing good. And when you don't do good, the business doesn't do good. So how do you get that flow back? And I was like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't know why. He was always just really funny. He was super calm and mellow. And he was he was Chinese. And some of the inflections on his words just made me giggle a little bit. But he was an awesome dude. And when he started talking about why he's a therapist and it was just a whole thing. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can see the stuff that I do, I'm not a therapist, but the stuff that I do and the way that I coach in my style, it was weird to sit in that from like the client perspective to just like have my mind blown in such a, for him, it was another Wednesday morning. And he was yeah. like, all right, get out. Got another one. And I was like, so you changed my life. Thank you. <laughs> Driving home 30 minutes in tears. Just like, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was something that I'm still working on and the direction that I want to go as a person and a coach and a business and all that stuff. But that's, I'll touch on that later. The, and by the later, I mean another episode. I'm not going to sit you here and just be like, listen, <laughs> you can do that for free on your own time later. Um, when someone has particularly been slighted in the past or they don't feel like, I've already touched on that, they don't feel like they're worth this change or that if you do do it based on the things that you've done in the past, it's just going to be flushing the money down the toilet. And particularly with such a high investment is I have gone through all of that myself as well in terms of like a failed investment and all those things. And when you find someone where it actually works, it's like, holy shit, why haven't I done this sooner? And then you feel like an idiot for being like, well, why didn't I just do this like all those years ago and just bite the bullet and yeah. do this would have saved all that time, money, effort. But there is something in me that's just so frustratingly there for I can't let this person down and I have to do everything in my power to make sure that they know that they're appreciated and that they're a person because it got to the point and obviously in business, uh, particularly whenever it was a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, who knows? When I had all of those clients coming in, I was focusing on the money. Then I was like, oh, fuck. I don't have time to follow up with people and do these things because now I've done 70 odd hours of work. I just want to crash and get my six hours of sleep in so I can do it all again next <laughs> week. And that was a big turning point for me of like focusing on the people, but I don't know what it is, where it comes from, but like our first call, there was just something in me that was like, I can't let you down and just be, let this be another thing that we've done and we've failed, which is why I struggle so much with like membership sites, because I know that there's a 10% success rate on it. And I'm like, no, we're the other 90%. <laughs> so yeah, I do remember that. And I don't know what it is, whether it's good or bad. I think it's good. So I'm just harnessing it to be the thing of like, I can't let this person down. I can't let you down. I'm going to do what I can to extend it and change your life and do these things. And it is frustrating when someone doesn't do the things despite me doing everything. Cause then I'm like, Oh, well, like I feel like I'm the failure as a coach because of these things you are, this is obviously not about you. You're a fucking perfect client, but <laughs> I'm just well. tangenting. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Whoa." laughs> so yeah, I'm glad that that came across is what I'm trying to say because yeah. 
doing my best to stop rambling and tangent because I do it a lot. And I'm on a lot of of my meds. So instead of it just being like, answer, boom, there it is. Now it's like, answer, because, which also means, but don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Laura on a challenge call yesterday was like, stop talking, Trav. And I was like, fair enough. Goodbye. <laughs> just ended the whole call. <laughs> Bye, everyone. But yeah, um, that's awesome. I'm glad that it all worked out. Was there a, um, we'll wrap up pretty soon, but was there a particular was there a biggest breakthrough or win or something that you took from the program that you want people to know about or something that we haven't touched on that you think would be awesome for people to hear? Um, you know, I think it, it just, uh, you were talking about therapy just a minute ago and, and, you know, I think it's something that I had said in my survey or something to you that, you know, I, I think, doing this is very much like therapy like you have to be willing to be really open and vulnerable for it to work like if you're not going to be willing to you know talk about certain behaviors or emotions or something you know it it you might not get the full um the full picture of what the program can do and that can be the scariest part um, to be vulnerable with someone that you don't know, someone that's halfway across the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, to, you know, this is how my childhood affected my relationship with food. And, you know, like these are my closeted behaviors that I hide behind closed doors that nobody else knows. You know, it's, it's having to be really vulnerable and open and, um, you know, I think for me, that was also part of the investment it was like, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm putting this much money into it, um, and doing this thing for myself, I really have to, like, I can't hold it back and I can't hide like the ugly stuff. Like I've got to just let it all out. And, um, that was really hard. I mean, I'm a pretty shy person and, um, I tend to not open up to a lot of people like just kind of who I am. And um, there's very select people in my life that I do. So that was definitely a challenge, um, but it was definitely worth it. And so I think if, you know, if somebody is thinking about wanting to do the program and not sure, I think that's a good, you know, a good thing to know that it, it is very much like therapy. You're going to only get out of it what you really put into it. Um, yeah. Awesome. I don't have anything to add to that. That was awesome. <laughs> well spoken. Yeah, that's good. If there is someone out there thinking about it, then the the absolute worst case is we jump on the initial phone call together. And for example, the price, we just can't make it work. And at least I just point you in the right direction. We just go from there. But that's it. That's, I really just want people to reach out for help, whether it's, me or whether it's therapy or whether it's a friend or whether it's whatever is okay. the i can't remember where i picked this saying up but for some reason it's just stuck with me i think it was like meditations from marcus aurelius as random as that sounds <laughs> it, it was um i think it was i'm gonna go find that book now um <clears throat> i don't know where i pulled that from but shit <laughs> if i'm accurate i'm gonna be happy <laughs> We need a follow-up. <laughs> yeah, follow-up podcast. I was right. Yes. <laughs> the um, 
I'm just going to assume it's from that. And if not, then I'm happy to be wrong. But it was wise men learn from their mistakes. The wisest of men learn from mistakes of others. And a lot of people who are in the service-based industry, like PTs or mindset coaches, health coaches, nutritionists, whatever, people that are delivering that service, most people are in that because they, particularly people that have been in it for a while, not just like the, the first year, but people that have been in the business or the industry for a while, they're in that because they know what it's like on the other end, like to be that client, or they've been yeah. affected by something that they used nutrition or therapy or something, or like, I know a woman that I went to, it sounds weird saying woman that I went to high school with, because I was just like, you're a girl, silly. Ha, ha, ha. And now we're all adults. <laughs> now we're, now we're adult terming. Um, she became a nurse because of things that happened in her life and the nurses like saved her kid's life and they were just so amazing with everything that they did and she said shit I need to do that and now she's a nurse and that's so true for a lot of service-based people we just want to help because we know what it's like on the other end at the same time the pain in the ass thing with that is we do get in the business or the industry to help people but then also we're like fuck how do we pay bills and then obviously that's where we have to learn to create a business and make sure that helping people is profitable in some way that's the annoying part but the good thing about it is if people can just reach out for help no matter where it is that is going to unlock so many things most of it is obviously going to be based around money because work is work unfortunately but if we jump on the phone it doesn't work out then shit i'll point you in the right direction and at least you'll get some awesome information from there and you can keep using that until maybe things change i spoke to a client she was like ha good one i'm on centrelink and i was like cool keep doing these things and then seven months later she was like hey got a really good paying job i'm back in and i was like oh shit okay so things change all the time but yeah, yeah just reach out for help just ask the questions nothing can go wrong from asking the questions and if they make you feel like shit for asking a question then you know don't give them any money exactly. <laughs> go somewhere else exactly. then. so yeah but to get back on track with with yourself i'm super proud of everything that you've done it it was awesome there were some there were some highs there were some lows but figuring it all out managing it all and putting something in place that was actually going to work for you particularly with the coaches and programs and things that we had done in the past and they hadn't worked out. And this actually being the thing that had unlocked a lot of things for you. I'm so happy that it worked out and I was actually, or we were actually able to deliver that for you. So you should be super goddamn proud of yourself with everything. That you've done. <laughs> I am. I am. And that I've been able to, you know, it was a rough transition, like ending you know, and not having like that weekly check-in and that weekly email. And, you know, it does, you kind of like hit like a wall, like what am I doing by myself now? But yeah. to be able to, you know, kind of get into, get into it, just into a rhythm on my own and to do it myself. And, you know, I just came back from a vacation where um, I didn't open my fitness pal like the entire time. I wasn't worried about it at all. I just enjoyed my vacation. Um, I trusted myself with, you know, eating and nutrition and fueling my body for like the activities we were doing. And um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. And I think that in itself was huge because I would have been like, oh my God, I had 
you know, I would have been like, I'm on vacation so I can treat myself. And then I would have been like disaster. I treated myself too much and, you know, this whole back and forth and I wouldn't have enjoyed the vacation at all. So (laughs) (laughs) that's good. You enjoyed your time away. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. That's the golden ticket. (laughs) All righty. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, evening, night. Um, What time is it there? Uh, 7 40 p.m nice i'll <laughs> let you go to bed or do whatever it is that you need to do but yeah thank you for taking the time out of your day and jumping back on if obviously you need me for absolutely anything whether it's two weeks from now or two years from now just message me to reach out and i'll get back to you but yeah, yeah. thank you for jumping on I, I think this is gonna this is gonna hit for a lot of people i hope so i hope so i i really do i think it's a great great program and you're a great coach and uh, honestly it was it was a really great few months and I can't thank you enough for how much you helped honestly you're more than welcome it was all, <laughs> I refused to take compliments so it was all you that did it <laughs> you did all the hard work take the damn compliment <laughs> you take this Travis <laughs> no but yeah thank you for following everything doing everything and as you said like you do get out what you put in and you put in yeah. so much. And obviously from that out came so much. So yeah. Thank you for just being an awesome client and being you and doing the things and talking. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Alrighty. Well, yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, not you, Aaron, I hope you did, but if someone listening enjoyed the episode, uh, feel free to rate, review, comment, do all that fun stuff. Leave us a share, do all the shits that you can. Um, or even if you know someone that would probably benefit from doing the program, it, don't don't outright tag them and just be like, hey, you should fucking do this. But maybe just be like, oh my God, I'm listening to this thing because I find it beneficial. What do you think? Do that. Aikido it. <laughs> Go around it and tag them in it. Um, but now that they're listening to it, I'm just outing them. But anyway, we'll cross that bridge, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, leave a review, do all that stuff. Share us on your Instagram stories or repost on TikTok if you if you can or want to. That organic posting, social media, helps us out a lot. And obviously, we want to get in front of a lot of people who need to hear this type of stuff that positive coaching is actually out there and you don't have to keep putting your head through a wall just to see weight loss. You can actually feel good while you do it. So yeah, Aaron, thank you again. I'm going to... I'm going to leave you and let you do your night and all that stuff. I'll keep you updated with when it's up and posted and all that stuff. But for right now, I'm going to end it here. Thank you everyone for joining and we'll see you in the next one.